This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. This music's going to carry us to 7 o'clock, Randy. Let's do it. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Shea Cornette, Randy Scott filling in for the guys here this evening. And thanks to 710 of ESPN LA for that highlight. Yeah, the Lakers, they took game one, but they got Warriors got a chance at redemption tonight in game two. Lucky for us, Chris Carlin, host of this very show right here, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, with us now for a couple of minutes. Before we dive into Lakers-Warriors coming our way in a couple of hours, let's start with the Star Wars thing because today is May the 4th be with you, Canty. And this, this, that, that noise has been happening for the last two hours. And you, I believe, asked, uh, did something happen this? That's been happening this afternoon, that noise. And it's making me want to want to slightly throw up in my mouth so here's the question this is my pop pop culture blind spot i have not seen a star wars movie star trek i don't know the difference i don't know the characters i don't know what that noise is what's your pop culture blind spot mr carlin oh that's a great question um i'm a mid-level star wars fan i've seen all of them except for the prequels like the the three that came out after the first three uh boy my pop culture blind Look, he's spot. He's so well rounded, Randy. He can't even think of one. No, like, no, no. That's not it at all. I mean, the whole <laughs> thing's a blind spot. Uh, <laughs> truth be told, it, it, you know, my music knowledge should be a whole lot better than it is. It's it's okay, but it should be a whole lot better. I'm I'm the guy that when I hear it, I'm like, oh, that's who does that. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, <laughs> Which, like that. He- that's me. And working at ESPN Radio, you know, you have these, like, bump-in songs. Like, they always play, like, the hits, you know, when we're coming back from break or whatever. And I'm always, like, whispering to, like, Jordan or whoever I'm hosting, like, who is this? What is, what yeah. is that? <laughs> yeah. Candy's always too. singing them. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. <laughs> He's like, Candy, take it away. No idea who that is. Okay, so we found your but- – you. we found Billboard Top 100, not your thing. No problem. No mm. big deal. Is it all, all right. is it all Jersey though, Carla? Like, can you are you Asbury Park? Are you you know Jovi? Like the whole thing? Or no? I mean, listen, I I you you have to know Springsteen and and Bon Jovi if you're from Jersey like me, but it's more like I don't know, like the two thousand uh, the two thousand tens. I should know a whole lot better than I do. That's fair. That, that, that's where the blind spot would be. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, you want to talk sports now? Or you want to keep yeah, going? What, we could keep going with music. What the hell? Why not Whitney in the Jersey thing, though? Can we add her into it? Isn't she? In New Is Jersey she Jersey? Right yeah. Wait, I didn't yeah. know Houston. that. Yep. Yes. That's just yeah, from she Texas. Was one time. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Lakers-Warriors is tonight. Mr. Carlin, uh, number one. Lakers looked really good. Anthony Davis, really good in game one. Is it sustainable for game two, though? I, I think it's sustainable. To me, it's about them continuing to just focus on him. The, he is the way that the Lakers win. Mm. If you look at uh, how he has performed uh, through the postseason so far and, and even uh, the second half of the year when things were going so much better for them, it's because he's on the court. And that's what's so different about this Lakers team is that Anthony Davis has to be the best player on the Lakers for them to win consistently. And it's not a knock on LeBron. It's just that's what it is. If he is having games like the other night, they are going to be just fine uh, in the end. And the other thing, too, is his defensive, just the presence. Uh, I, The Warriors shot somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% inside the lane the other night uh, in the paint. And, like, that's just because of his presence. And that, to me, is is a major, major factor. I think it's sustainable. I don't know if the 40-plus minutes is sustainable uh, for 
you know, back-to-back, or not, you know, one-day off type games. But uh, I I absolutely think the performance is sustainable. Yeah, they they did shoot 40% in the paint. And by the way, that is the worst of all the remaining teams in the playoffs, the way that they shot in the paint, the Warriors. So we'll see if they can actually get that done tonight. Go ahead, Randy. Sorry. Well, no, I was going to say, you know, and you, you touched on it. There, Carlin, like 44 minutes is the not sustainable part for a guy who seems to just grab Laker Nation by the throat every time he falls. He falls harder. He <laughs> takes the longest to get up, grimaces the most, and who knows how one little thing can can lead to something else. And I just want to read, like, just looking at his game log, he's an EKG machine when it comes to productivity. It's up one day. It's down the next. It's 22 points. Then it's 13. Then it's 31. Then it's 12. Then it's 31 again. Then it's 16. What level of, like, I guess baseline consistency, do they have to have from him? I agree that he has to be the way, but can they rely on him to be that version, that game one version, instead of the up and down stock market that we saw against Memphis? It doesn't have to be 30. Uh, it has, it's got to be 25. I think it's got to be 25 and 12. Okay. Um, if he's that, I think they're in, they're in good shape. Uh, the other thing, too, is because of that defensive presence that we just talked about, it helps them be a little bit better defensively out on the perimeter. And we know that's the way that you have to beat the Warriors is to is to be able to defend them a little bit outside. Not just, look, nobody's going to shut it down altogether, but um, I do think the pace uh, helps the Warriors if they can get it up and down the floor, but it also has to be not consistently fouling Davis, too. So that's yeah. a problem. It's, it's, it's a major mismatch in this series, and... Uh, whether it's it's Draymond, you, you, Kevon Looney, as as good as he's been with rebounding in this series, he has not, uh, or in this uh, postseason, he has not been terribly good uh, defending Anthony Davis. That's a bad mismatch for them. Uh, no doubt about it. So we'll see what happens tonight between Lakers and Warriors. And keep in mind, too, for the Lakers and for Anthony Davis, like they play every other night in this series. It's not like the Knicks who are getting extended rest and the Heat who are getting extended rest. Like Anthony Davis does not have that luxury um, on his side. Okay, so who you got, Carlin, tonight? Lakers or Warriors? Who takes the game to? I think the Lakers, excuse me, I think the Warriors will even the series up. I mean, if you ask Canty as a Laker fan, the series is over. No, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> of course it is. Why even play the exactly. next few games? Well, just stay home. And, and honestly, you could you could play the series on NBA 2K. Do something like that. Uh, <laughs> this is. Uh, I, I I expect this to be a six seven game series. I do, and I'm still not giving in on the Warriors. The one thing that was amazing to me is how much the betting odds changed after Game One. Prior to uh, game one, it was minus 155. The Warriors were the favorite. And then after game one, the Lakers were minus 165. So that was a major swing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it's it's one game. Uh, but there there are things to be alarmed at if you're the Warriors. I, I do think they will play much better tonight. And I do think we have to factor in that the Lakers had an extra, what, an extra two days off? Mm-hmm. Um, extra day and a half off, roughly. Uh, than the Warriors did. So these are not uh, two teams that, uh, you know, are, are terribly young. So they both need their right. rest, as they say. All right, he is Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. She is Shea Cornett. I'm Randy Scott. We're filling in for the guys. Uh, I want to get to the Eastern Conference, the game two that we saw between the, the Sixers and the Celtics. If you had told, you know, Sixer Nation here that they get Joel Embiid back and Jason Tatum goes for seven points, they're thinking they're going back to Philly up two games to none. How was it so lopsided in Boston's favor, considering the MVP, you know, returned from his knee injury? 
Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. Uh, you know, you knew that they were going to be super motivated in that game. And and this is the way it usually goes. I give Jay Will a lot of credit because he saw this even uh, before the news that Embiid was coming back. He expected last night to be a blowout uh, in favor of the Celtics. And I think a lot of it has to do with um, that home team that is the favorite in the series uh, getting shocked in game one. And it's almost like getting the... Uh, the paddles to the chest, so to speak, and and they came uh, to life in game two. That was just more energy, and there's also a letdown in energy if you're the Sixers. Uh, yes, Embiid is back out there, uh, but he is just finding his way. He is still rusty. Uh, we had Vince Carter on this morning when I was filling in for Greeny, and he said, look, and I'm with him on this, the idea that you're thinking you want to continue to rest Embiid until the weekend you need to get the cobwebs out now. And the fact that they lost last night as badly as they did, it still counts as one loss. So I think there was always going to be a letdown in energy after you win game one. It took a lot uh, to win game one. And I think you saw the Celtics uh, play the way they did. The war, uh, the, uh, the Sixers, to me, will have a major home court advantage here. And if the Celtics get out of Philly uh, at 2-2, then I think they've got a realistic chance to win the series. I do think that the Sixers uh, are going to end up winning this series, and I do think they're going to get these two in Philly. So a few things. I heard Vince Carter say that this morning. I was listening to you guys, and I, I agree with him, but I'm also like, this is a veteran player in Embiid. Yeah, I'm I, okay, he's banged up. He's been banged up a lot. Like, yeah. does he really need to get the cobwebs out in a playoff series? Like, does he really need that kind of added motivation? He also just won the MVP. I agree with you, Carlin. He's going to have, obviously, a huge home court advantage, not only because it's the playoffs and it's Philadelphia, but also because of that. Like, they're going to be even more juiced to see him play. And so when, when Vince said that to you, Carlin, I this morning, I was like, why does he need to get the cobwebs out? Like, why wouldn't you yeah. want to just bring him in after winning an MVP, your home court? You obviously had some good good thing going with Harden being the guy. I, I kind of disagreed with that statement. But nonetheless, we'll see what happens here um, going forward. All right, how about the Celtics? Uh, shooting from the way they did last night, forget Jason Tatum, obviously he wasn't even yeah. a factor anyways, but shooting the, from the perimeter, is that even sustainable? No. Not at that level. <laughs> no Not way. at that level. I mean, look, I, I expect these games to be highly competitive. I don't think we're going to be facing uh, those kind of performances. It, it's it's an aberration kind of night. And uh, it's not that they're not that good, but you always get role players who are going to play better at home. Um, Jalen Brown was obviously terrific. Not He's much better. He was the, he's the 1A to, um, yeah. to his one. And one of those two guys is going to play well. You have to expect that to be the case. So um, I don't think it's sustainable at that kind of level. Listen, if you're the Celtics, let's not try to find out if we can win with Jason Tatum playing playing like that. Uh, No joke. The series. No joke. (laughs) All right, Chris, I want to get to this Sauce Gardner sound. I know you've heard it. Uh, and we've all seen Aaron Rodgers enjoying the perks of being a New York athlete here. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's like, side. I ain't in Green Bay anymore. <laughs> Look at me in the Big Apple. Now, I, I don't know about the wisdom of having, you know, Aaron Rodgers supporting your squad in an elimination game. His own record in those games, not very strong. And maybe he bit the Rangers. I don't know. But Aaron Rodgers has enjoyed it. I said it so no, nobody else has to. But he had Sauce Gardner alongside him. And the age difference in this between these two guys is considerable. And here's Sauce. <laughs> Here's Sauce on uh, being made fun of by the elder Rogers for a celebrity there, courtside, that Sauce didn't recognize. I got to meet a, a few uh, movie stars. I got to meet Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Tracy Morgan, 
But he was just picking on me a little bit for being young. We was getting seated, and he was like, we're about to sit by Jessica Alba. And I'm just like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is. And he just looked at me. He looked at me like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was just great just being able to sit sit over there. And I got to I got to meet her, one of her friends who was from Detroit, actually. You know, it was, it was great vibes. But that whole night, he would just keep asking me out of nowhere. He's like, do you know who that person is? And I'm like, bro, that's Amari Stoudemire. I know who that is. Like, now you're just picking on me at this point. <laughs> All right, so Sauce Gardner didn't recognize Jessica Alba, and now Jessica Alba has tweeted a response. All right, saying, uh, I totally see how this kid Sauce got his name. He said to my girl, the one that Sauce references from Detroit, quote, how can I get caught up when I'm the catch? And then there's a cry laughing emoji. But in all honesty, he was actually very polite with his elder, Aaron Rodgers, and everyone else in the room. It was nice meeting you. Now, is this an unforgivable thing to not know who Jessica Alba is if you're Sauce Gardner? Well, here's the problem. I've been thinking about this a lot today. Diana Rossini and I talked about this this morning. The problem is us. <laughs> the problem is us. What? what? It, yes, because we forget that he's, what, 21, yep. 22? She's 42. She's closer to us than she is to him. He didn't grow up watching her movies. As 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 Diana said, he has no idea what honey is. Oh, man. I mean, you oh, know. Don't break my heart. 20 so, years age different. This is the problem. It's about us feeling much older as a result of this situation. So, yes, it's alarming, but, you know, <laughs> by the way, Use the exact same line. That's how I got married. It was a tremendous line that he used. Right oh, there. how can, can I, I get, get caught, caught up? up? Yeah, if I'm the catch. Yeah, tremendous. That's Absolutely great. tremendous. You guys are all aligned. We're talking to Chris Carlin, host of Cantia Carlin on ESPN Radio. This very show, in fact, that Randy Scott and myself, Shay Cornett, filling in for um, here. So back to the May the 4th be with you really quick, Carlin, before we say goodbye to you. Mm. Um, so you said you're a medium Star Wars guy. So do you celebrate the, the May the 4th by watching a Star Wars movie tonight? I just need to know the level you're at here. Uh, I would call myself non-practicing. Okay, I see. I see. So we don't, yeah, so we don't actually watch the movie tonight. I, I, non-observant. I if, if, if a Star Wars movie is on, I am not going to turn it off. Okay. I, I am that level of fan, and I yeah, absolutely. I've seen all the last, uh, I guess, the first three, and then this, the three that just came out the last few years. A so, non-practicing May the Fourth Be With You Star Wars guy. Got it. Yeah. Do gotcha. or do not. There is well, no try. There is no try. <laughs> see, you, see, you know it, though, almost through osmosis. Like, I know it probably from Family Guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I don't have that's to the assume. only Star Wars you've seen is the Family Guy episode. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I I've never. It. And then Spaceballs. I saw Spaceballs, and I could piece together the rest. I I, just considering who we work for, maybe you want to study up a little bit. I that's celebrate what, it. We we talked about that. We already cleared that. Don't worry. We yeah. said we should probably get to know things a little bit because I'm like I'm really far behind here. I need yes. to really brush up on my. So, do you want to know our my pop culture blind spot is I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. You've never seen Shawshank? No. Does that? I didn't it? see it until like 10 years ago. So oh, I'm wow. okay there with you. Well, that's oh, still wow. a decade. But I'll, yeah, I'll give I'm... you one. I'll give <laughs> okay. you one. I had not, up until two years ago, had never seen a Godfather movie. Yeah, that's bad. Except wow. Godfather 3. Oh, the worst one. Why yes. does Godfather 3 never happen? Here's, oh. here's the problem. Saw that in the theater. 
<laughs> so then you had to go rewatch the other two? Is that how that worked? You went yeah. reverse on Godfather? 20 years later. That's what, that, what's the David Spade joke? I wanted to see it, but I was sick that weekend. Like, because <laughs> it was in and out of the theaters. So I've seen every, you know, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. Uh, of course. You know, I've, I've seen those. I've never seen any of the Back to the Futures, any of the Indiana Joneses, or wow. any of the Star Wars. It's wow. When you're the oldest of a multi-kid family, you have to see the movie that fits the youngest kid, right? You're brought down to the lowest common denominator. So anything that was too scary or too violent or whatever, like I just I missed out on it. Whatever lets you sleep at night. And, and he's, <laughs> yeah, like like he hasn't had 20 years since then. To okay, Shawshank. Okay, all right, Carlin. Thank you. See you later. Bye nice bye. Take Enjoy care. the game tonight. Bye. <laughs> uh, that's Chris Carlin again. You can hear him right here on this show. It's Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. All right, so again tonight we got Game Two between the, the Lakers and the Warriors. It should be a good one. Let's revisit this really quick, Randy, just before we go to break here because we've been talking obviously a lot about Anthony Davis and can he repeat what he has done, you know, in game one. And I think Carlin made a really good point here, and we were talking to him, like these are not necessarily two guys or two teams that are young, which you and I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but also the fact that obviously the Lakers had a little bit more rest than the Warriors do because they didn't have to go seven games in their initial series. And so maybe this is a game where they feel like now everyone's got their feet on a feel-out game, if you will, even though these two teams have played each other a lot, like game one maybe a little bit of a feel-out game. And so here come the Warriors, and they'll figure out how to – get things done in game two. I will say this. We also talked about the shooting performance in the paint. I mean, the Warriors lost that game, and they're shooting poorly in the paint. They also had a plus 14 on field goal attempts, plus 45 points from the three-point line. They committed only eight turnovers, and again, they still lost the game. Like, they played a very good game. Yeah. For then still to lose, so I feel like their backs up are uh, they're they're up against the wall a little bit tonight. Yeah, they it's they played the kind of game they wanted. They made the Lakers play a brand of Warriors basketball, and the Lakers just did it better and and forced Golden State to kind of play you know catch from behind and, and force Jordan Poole into a shot seven seconds yeah. on the clock that he shouldn't have been the one taking. Like I, I think if you're Golden State, you can more accurately and more. Uh, consistently duplicate your performance from game one. I don't know that the Lakers can. I don't know that they have someone who's going to be able to check Steph. I don't know they're going to get a down game from Clay again like that. I, so many things had to go right for L.A. Like, that was their ceiling. So mm-hmm. now, yeah, they have home court. We know the road woes for the for, for Golden State, sure. But Kevon Looney is going to continue to rebound at the clip he is yep. rebounding at. And like I said, Anthony Davis has been a roller coaster. Like, He's either at 30 points plus or he's in the teens, Shay. Yeah. It's not, and we heard Carlin say it, like his sort of Mendoza line or, or, you know, the magic number for Anthony Davis with regard to the Lakers winning in Carlin's eyes is, is about 25 points. And I don't think he gets there in game two if, if any of the other postseason games have been any indication. And well, and so obviously you're talking about the Memphis series. And I will, I will say, like, game three, he was great. Game four, he was bad. But yeah. game five. I'm just looking at it now. He had yeah. 31 points and 19 boards. Great, but he followed that up with 16 points, which was huge. Still a dip in his minutes, uh, in his scoring yeah. per minute, but at least he, it, the back end of that series, he did follow it up in decent back-to-back games. We'll see what happens tonight. Should be a good one between the Lakers and the Warriors. Warriors trying to even out the series. Lakers looking to go up to... Oh, coming up, we'll go back to football because Lamar Jackson, as we know, signed a historic contract with the Ravens. He actually spoke today. But now the question is, who's next? Does Joe Burrow get a uh, get a contract before the season starts? Because he's got to be next. On, or maybe it's Justin Herbert. We'll talk about it next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Candy Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series XM Channel 80, and presented by Progressive Insurance. My voice does not sound like Candy or Carlin because I am <laughs> not either one of those people. Uh, Shay Cornette, Randy Scott here with you uh, for the next few hours filling in for the guys. I, I'm going to assume, because this is what we're doing, that music is from Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. Uh, if you are, and that's how I know for certain it is from Star Wars. Is that annoying? thing um that's our pop culture blind spot me and randy said what's yours do you not watch star wars is there something everyone talks about you're like haven't seen it don't know it haven't heard it give us a call 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776 um the news though pop culturally and sportsy does that make sense in the world right now lamar jackson he signs a monster contract with the ravens it's all official we've gone back and forth obviously on this for a lot of months betting on himself perhaps throwing out a trade situation none of it worked out that way instead he will stay put with the ravens and so he signed a five-year 260 million dollar deal it became official today um he there's nfl records in terms of signing bonus a three-year cash flow and average per season all of that is historic and at a new level so he did it today spoke to the media today for the first time afterwards but now as we always do here randy in sports is now we look ahead what does this mean what does this mean for the pressure on lamar jackson and what does it mean for the guys who are next in my opinion I think the next guy that's gonna get this big kind of contract is gonna be Joe Burrow in fact I think bravo to the Ravens for getting this done before Joe Burrow signs his deal mm-hmm. um they basically had to rename the stadium in Cincinnati to get enough money to pay Joe Burrow give him whatever <laughs> he wants this guy 
And I I feel close to this because Randy, my um my my husband's from Cincinnati, he's a diehard Bengals fan. So I, you know, I've been to a Bengals game, I've been around that stadium, and to see what it was and what it now is because of that guy, because of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I'll give him credit for this too. It's I mean you can't go anywhere in Cincinnati without seeing someone in one of these two jerseys. Yeah, they have. I mean I don't need to talk about what they've done for the franchise in terms of winning percentage and and they used to be called the Bungles like literally they used to call them the Bungles and now we can't even make that joke anymore and so I think Joe Burrow is going to break the bank. He's going to up one up this deal that Lamar Jackson got it and I just hope it comes before the season starts and in fact I do think it happens before. The, I think you have to. Okay, you I think do it. I think you have to as well. I don't think it's going to get done though. Cincinnati notoriously you know, uh, alligator armed when it comes to reaching mm-hmm. for the check, right? Like we yep. all have that friend where you're out and a lot of times they're the one that's like, oh yeah, make mine a double. Oh yeah, you know, I want to add a lobster tail on the side of whatever it is. And then they come time and they want to split everything equally when that bill comes. Or, oh man, hey, can you get me this time? Because, you know, I'll Venmo you, I'll hit you up, whatever it is. That's the Cincinnati Bengals, not only in that division, but in the National Football League. Like they are notorious for not paying their guys and even then only doing so begrudgingly. I actually think Justin Herbert's going to get a deal before Burrow does. And it's because of the Los Angeles little brother syndrome that the Chargers have. Like, they have to lock in someone who is a generational quarterback talent. And I'm saying that objectively. Like, I'm a Raider fan. I want to root against him. But I I fear him two Sundays every season. I do. And I think that the Chargers get this deal done because the the precedent has been set. I mean, Jalen Hurts had the title for – you know, uh, most lucrative NFL quarterback contract, right? The average annual value, I think, is how they got it. He had that for nine days, and then Lamar takes it. The the longer you wait, the more it costs you, and I see the Chargers swooping in while the price is, you know, comparatively, contextually low. Here's the problem I have with this, though, with the Justin Herbert situation. And look, he's helped that Chargers franchise, yes. They've yet to win a playoff game. In fact, they lose in embarrassing fashion. Uh, he you're going to be mad at me for this, Randy, and I don't mean to pick on Justin Herbert, but I have like a a whole stat situation here about how bad he's been over the last two years. He hasn't been good. He's 27th in touchdown rate against the Blitz. He's worse than Taylor Heineke. In terms of passing in the pocket, there are four names ranking ahead of him. Their names, Darnold, Ryan, Mayfield, Brady, washed up Tom Brady, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Matty Ryan, and Sam Darnold. Like, he's not, he hasn't shown me enough to prove that he's at the same level of Joe Burrow. And what are they keeping up with? They're keeping up with the Rams who were in the gutter this year? Like, what are we talking about? Well, they- I, 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 I just don't think the Chargers have done enough. And ha- part of that's on the coaching staff. I think a lot of that mm-hmm. also goes to the coaching staff and things being ill. Like we, we, we talk about how the Cowboys are mismanaged sometimes. The Chargers are brutally mismanaged. Yeah. There have been some issues in the last two minutes of game. But Justin Herbert, to me, has not proven that he's that dude. Okay, so they're going to possibly, possibly going to let Austin Eckler walk or trade him because they don't want to pay him. And maybe that's to free up money to lock in Justin Herbert. I don't know. But eventually you reach this point. You brought it up with Lamar Jackson with regard to his cap hit coming up in the 26-27 season. You said it's more than $70 million. Yeah, it's it's astronomical. It's prohibitive to building a competitive roster around you. At some point, if a quarterback wants this pay, and God bless Every single one of them for getting their bag. I like the, the market pays what the market pays. How much is your house worth? It is worth what someone will pay for it. That is what these quarterbacks are getting out there and getting. But then you cannot cash that check while also bemoaning the fact that you don't have the offensive weapons that you feel like you need to succeed. You the the, the two are increasingly becoming mutually exclusive of each other with the way these cap 
you know, uh, cap structures are, are are built and the way these contracts are backloaded to where these are borderline poison pills at the back ends of these contracts. Because, again, to your point about Lamar, like who's to say what's going to happen in the interim? So with the way he plays and the age he'll be at in that season, it feels like it feels like an irresponsible deal. Justin Herbert doesn't play that way. Justin Herbert, I didn't know that about his pocket passing stats, but I terrible. know. Terrible. They're I, terrible. Well, in a division where Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere, you know, if you're going to, you can't bring a, you can't bring a knife to a gunfight here. Like you have to have a quarterback who can sling it with him. He's had, he's had a lot of talent around him. Now he's also been, Chargers have also been hit bit by that injury bug bad. Yes. I'll admit that. But I mean, who's not? Everyone in the National Football League when push comes to shove is. To me, like, I can do this because we're talking a lot of NBA playoffs. Jimmy Butler, when the lights are brightest, it, how clutch the game is, he's better. That's the kind of player you want. Justin Herbert, I'm sorry. In the last two minutes of games, in the postseason, when the game is on the line, he crumbles. Like, that's when he, that's when he falls apart. I can't have that if that's no. my quarterback. And Burrow's the complete opposite. Burrow, Burrow's rock steady. Burrow played with one good knee. And put up and put up great and put up great numbers. And, and then, didn't even have a whole rookie season. No, and then and then in the year after that, he takes you to the Super Bowl. Like he's already shown you what he's capable of. But I would put his wide receiver talent over you know thirteen, twelve to thirteen games of Keenan Allen because he has James Harden's hamstrings and Mike Williams. Mike Williams <laughs> missed is guaranteed to miss three or four games. You know what I mean? Like they're soft, yeah, right? They're, they're bit, yeah. Whoever handles it. soft tissue injuries out there must just but, lie awake at well, night, you know, wide eyed. But they had a better offensive line, but also a little bit injured. And better coaching. Zach Taylor is a better, better offensive mind than Brandon Staley. Would right? you have ever said that, though, in I, the beginning? Uh, oh, He's proven no. that over the last few years. You're Never. right. You're right. Not in the beginning. So I I think it also, you have to factor in the ownership. You have to factor in the front office. And you have to factor in this increasing, which must be just a sense of dread for the people cashing these checks and negotiating yeah. these contracts. Because it is not getting any cheaper. It is only going to get more expensive. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll see. So uh, Randy thinks it's going to be Justin Herbert. I think it's going to be Joe Burrow. One of these two dudes is going to get paid, and immediately Lamar Jackson will no longer be the highest-played quarterback in the National Football League with the most guaranteed money. I could guarantee that. This is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Shay Cornett and one Randy Scott here filling in for the guys. One Randy Scott who has an appointment immediately following this show. <laughs> is it to go watch the game tonight? No. No. It is with a psychic. We'll dive in next. <laughs> Stay here, ESPN Radio. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Oh, yes. May the 4th be with you for all you Star Wars lovers out there. I got to be honest. We've been doing this show. We've been doing this show for a few hours now. I didn't know Star Wars had this many tracks. I mean, the tracks, they keep coming. I'm learning. I'm learning. Randy and I are learning all about Star Wars today because we are not Star Wars buffs. This is our pop culture blind spot. What is yours? It's Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. That's the phone number. Do you have a pop culture blind spot? 
Is it Star Wars? Let us know. Give us a call. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, also, the thing we were talking about before this, big day for Lamar Jackson today. I have no idea if he's a – do you think – I doubt it he's a Star Wars fan. Doesn't seem like a Star Wars guy. Maybe not. Maybe Mandalorian, though. Maybe. maybe. Boba Fett. You know, some yeah, of the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, maybe Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. This is why this is why we get our paycheck signed. <laughs> Maybe a few Disney Plus things, right? Um, but Lamar Jackson, he signed his big contract today, historic contract, spoke to the media today, all signed on the dotted line. So now naturally we spin it forward. Who will be the next quarterback that will sign a major contract and Im- immediately make him feel like he is not and he will not be the highest paid quarterback and player in the NFL? Um, will it be Justin Herbert? Will it be Joe Burrow? I don't know. But Joseph's in New Jersey and has a comment on it. Joseph, what do you think? Who do you think is the next guy to get the big contract like Lamar Jackson did today? Totally agree with you guys that it's Burrow. But I, I really call it, I'm so happy to hear your opinion on Justin Herbert. I could not agree more. I'm wondering who or when he's going to make somebody or some team better. He has weapons that most NFL teams would die for in Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler, one of the best receiving running backs in the league year after year. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't get, and I understand they're in the division with Mahomes and the Chiefs, but they should be much better and getting better results than they do season after season that he's there. And I think they're stuck with him. I think that's the way they got to stay and go with, and but it just seems like he, he needs pristine conditions in order to take that team further than it's been since he got there. He- Joseph, I couldn't agree more. Thank you for hammering my point home. Let me just take this a step further. Randy, join in too here. Yeah. Can you imagine Justin Herbert going on the road and having to play at, I don't know, well, Lambeau doesn't have the same effect now that Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore, but having to go on the road and play somewhere like Chicago, I'll use that, like Chicago in the cold? Can you even imagine? <laughs> I mean, he's played, I'm sure, at a cold arrowhead at this point in his career. And a chilly, not in the postseason. He has not it. in the postseason. Not when that's, it matters. No, he has not. That's fair. That is a fair, fair so, point. But he's he's beaten the you've Chiefs. Riled, you've riled me up. I understand. You've riled me up. I like Justin it. Herbert chatter. I'm here for it. Uh, Craig's in Michigan. Craig, what do you got? What do you think about these quarterback contracts? Well, you know, first of all, I've never seen Star Wars or, or any of uh, what was the other one you said? Um, Star oh, Trek. No, you didn't say it. But I haven't. But I haven't seen. Well, I've seen Star Trek, but I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not against seeing either one of them. I just haven't seen them. But uh, you know, as far as the contracts go, I, I understand why people get enamored about the, you know, the humongous contracts. But what I'm wondering is, and it is possible because we've seen it happen before. When's one of these guys going to lay back in the weeds, let everybody else get their teams more hamstrung salary cap wise? And then just take a lesser deal so they can add more talent and go win more championships. And, and we've seen Brady do it. So, I mean, it's possible. Not, not, maybe not likely, but I think that eventually somebody's going to make that decision. Yeah, Craig, thanks for the call. I think that actually is is a really interesting conversation because if you think, yeah, Brady's done it. That's what first comes to mind, Randy. Yeah. But think about even Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wasn't on a monster contract when he won the Super Bowl. That's why they had such a loaded roster because they didn't have to pay him a ton of money ton of money when he won his Super Bowl as well like it's a concept that's worth thinking about you take less money you have more superstars on your roster that you can pay you win a chip or at least you become uber relevant let's just say that you or better yet win a Super Bowl 
and then you can make more money down the road. It is a, a concept maybe worth thinking about. <sighs> it is. It's the ultimate bet on you. Well, it's bet on yourself, right? And that right. is easy for us to say when we don't play a violent game, no matter how protective of NFL quarterbacks the rules are, and when a nine-figure contract is sitting in your inbox. That's true. You, you know what I mean? Like, there is that threat. There's the threat of, I could blow out my ACL walking the dog tomorrow. I could slip and fall down the stairs. I could pull a Dustin Johnson. Whatever it is, I could do something catastrophic to my future when this contract is sitting here just waiting for my signature on it. Uh, agree with you. Quickly, before we go to break, yes. we have some breaking news that we're going to get to after the break. Um, this, I teased, so we need to know. The psychic coming up? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's it's uh, on the recommendation of a family friend. I come into it with an open-mindedness. I believe in this sort of thing. I am, though, a little skeptical because you can learn details about my life just on social media. I'm pretty I'm a pretty open book. So, But the ultimate thing is it's a psychic medium. And so I lost my mom. Oh, man, it's been more than six years now. So there are so many things that she's missed. There's so many opinions of hers that I would love her insight on, uh, direction, things like that, and... I don't know. It really worked for a very close family friend to be able to communicate with her parents who have passed, and I'd love for that opportunity. Okay. So that's Report what I'm hoping back. for. I, yeah. I, I, but I it's have... literally like right after the show. No, it, people, <laughs> we get off the air at 7 Eastern. He's on the air with the psychic at 7 Eastern. <laughs> so it's literally right after exactly. the show. So he's got to prep for it in the breaks, which we're going to take right now. <laughs> uh, it's Shay Cornette and Randy Scott filling in for the guys here on Canty and Carlin. Breaking news, a woge bomb, if you will, coming up. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.